Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, smileysports.com. You can reach us, Roller Auctions Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman this week, Roller Auctions having five auctions with over 3,000 items, including electric bikes, hardwood flooring, contracting tools, police evidence, and more. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. Why were you shaking your head, Bruce? Well, because I couldn't get my pen to write. Oh, what mine? No, I got it finally. I can, I can, I can spare. No, I'm all pen. good. All right. Well, you out. leave pens everywhere. I know. But that's why I have to keep buying new ones. I'm a firm believer that if there is a heaven out there, that when you get there, they're going to hand you a box filled with the spare socks that you lost, maybe a couple sets of keys, a wallet, and about 5 million pence. You're actually probably, you're right. At least you hope. Yeah, not wallets, and I'm going to knock on wood because I'll say this, and then as soon as I do, I'll lose it. I haven't lost wallets, but the rest of them, yeah, ridiculous. All right, do we do the lead yet? Oh, let's do no, it. No. Just for fun. Let's yeah. do the lead. The lead. Presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. What would you like to say, Bruce? Nothing. I We'll, we'll get there. Okay. Um, Javante Williams said, hmm. after the Chiefs game, I wish we could play next week. I don't want to have a bye right now. Do you think the bye actually came at the right time? When you talk to these guys, none of them... There will be guys like Javante that say, wish we were playing, that get the whole quote-unquote momentum thing. But you mainly get guys like there's never a bad time for a bye. Right. Heal up mentally it, it, and physically. Never a bad time for a bye. Now, the question is, do you believe enough in the powers of momentum and the staying power of momentum for it to carry over a couple of weeks and for them to pick off Pick up where they left off. Well, there's an old saying. From Gary Kubiak? No. We're fixing to find out? Nope. But okay. here's the saying. In basketball, we love to use the, the phrase, when you, go, when you take a team on the road, two things can always go with you. Defense and rebounding. Should always be able to go with you on the road. Right. And in football, it's defense and a running game. What are the two things that the Broncos are doing as well or better than they have all season long? Playing defense. Well, last three games. Yeah, yeah, the last three we're, games. We're not gonna, let's not talk about the defense the previous games with where they gave up well over 200 yards rushing per game. Yeah. They got absolutely good. They only gave up one touchdown in the Jets game, though. They gave up they, they Collectively, they gave up points, but they only gave up one touchdown. It's it. They've been pretty consistent since yeah, consist, the Bears game. Consistently awful or consistently very good. Well, that's I mean, where they've been consistent. Well, I mean, if you if we're talking about recent stuff, they've been pretty good. Okay. So I mean, I think it's fair to say that right now they're bringing. I think that you would agree with this. They're bringing pretty damn good special teams into Buffalo. Yep. Okay. Very good. Very All right. good. So very good special teams. Might be their best special team since I've been here, and that's 20 years. Number one in punt returns, number one in kickoff returns. Granted, that's not much of a stat because you don't return many kickoffs. But number three in... Uh, well, in the Miami game, they did. 
in they right. were they returned a lot of kickoffs, yeah. which is why they're still number one in kickoffs. Yeah, because they got ninety eight yards or whatever it is on one play, but they're also number three defensively in defending those kicks. So those are good things. I think that we can agree that they have some momentum defensively. They're playing as good a defense now as they have at any time all season. Yes or no? Yeah. Okay. And I think that we can agree that they have found something in the running game and you would think that they would stick with it, especially on the road in a tough place to play against a defense that's a little beaten up and that is susceptible to the run. So those are things that are all good, but you still got to go out and execute it. And I'm not sure that you can absolutely check that mark right now. This is a big game, not necessarily to make the playoffs, because again, at 500, let's talk about the playoffs. I'm with you on that. But they really need this game to show that they've truly turned a corner because I don't think I'm the only one and you and I are in lockstep on this. Yes, I know they beat the Chiefs. I get it. They also beat a very bad Packers team. Okay. Those, those are the two wins in a row that they got. Mm-hmm. And I understand the Chiefs win is a marquee win, but you got to back it up with a win, not an impressive performance, a win. You have to win tonight for people to say, okay, now Sean Payton is getting through to his guys. Now they are starting to become more of a cohesive unit. Now they have found themselves an identity. And oh, by the way, it is games like this that you need to show we are improving. And the only way to show you're improving is to win. It's not to play a great game. It's about winning, period. The Cincinnati Bengals were on a roll playing really good football, but they made a couple of mistakes and they got beaten by another team on a roll the Houston Texans, which, oh, by the way, um, I don't think there is any doubt whatsoever that D'Amico Ryans, as of right now, is the coach of the year. Not because, not because um, the team is five and four. Go check out their injury report. The Broncos have been pretty much injury-free for the majority of the season. And please don't throw Greg Dulcich on me because they were missing 23 guys or they had 23 guys in their injury report. They were missing their top wide receiver yesterday. I believe they were missing their top running back as well. And yes, maybe they have themselves a unicorn in CJ Stroud. They do a bit. Yep. However, he's been up and down though. Well, I mean, and there could be a conversation for another day about about being in the MVP conversation. But what D'Amico Ryans has done has been nothing short of remarkable, not because of the roster, but because of all the guys that are injured and they're still playing well and still winning. Mm -hmm. I would like to see what the Broncos look like with 23 guys on the injury report. We would be talking about potentially getting the top pick in the draft. And right now, what D'Amico Ryans is doing, a guy the Broncos consider, but he wanted to go home. Mm -hmm. His wife is from that area. He played there, so on and so forth. Sure. But getting back to the Broncos, Sean Payton put a Bills logo on the field. Did. Also, he basically dressed his guys, laid out the clothes on their bed before they hopped onto the team plane. Right. Matching gray sweatsuits with the Broncos number 23 on the back of a hoodie 
for a plane ride. Even, and, and Peyton was asked about this mm-hmm. on Saturday, right? Right. And he said, I don't think flippantly, but you you tell me, fill in the details. Well, I mean, he just said, he said, this is something that I've been doing. And and when we say something, the, the logo on, so we were there on Friday and we see the logo on the, in the middle of the practice field. You've got the Bills logo. You've got Monday night football stuff, the, 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 the theme from Monday night football being blared in and stuff like that. It's just details, small details, small details. He, he, he defines them as you've got to be maniacal with the details. This is just something that he has always done. And he talked about it. He said, we've done it for, did it for years and years in in New Orleans and no one ever asked me about it. But have they done that this year? No. So why? They had, because they had because they just hadn't gotten around to it. They just hadn't gotten around right. to it. What yeah. does that mean? Well, they just they they for for a guy who's as detail oriented as he is, got a lot of details apparently. He suddenly decided to put a Bills logo on the mm-hmm. field halfway through the season. Yeah. Where was that earlier in the season? So when you're saying you should do this all the time in New Orleans, I, I call a little bit of BS on that because where was it? This season, where was it when you went to Kansas City? Where was it when you had other road games? Mm-hmm. Why now? Maybe because Peyton is feeling good about his team, I think, and they might need a little extra push. I think any juice that you can provide at this point for a team that I think clearly you're right. I think that he and this is important. It's important to sense where Sean Payton thinks this team is right right that's the most important view of all of this that we need to take and i think that he feels this team is i'm not going to say at a crossroads or around a corner but at a place where they can really move forward from it if, if they get the desired if they get the desired outcome tonight picture you're standing on one side of a door and it's not a pleasant place to be. But if that, but if that door is not there or if that door is open, it's like walking into Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. Mm -hmm. And I think that little extra push with the new costumes they wore on the plane and the bills logo, that's a little extra push, a harder punch to watch the hinges start to break. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Although, I mean, it's really no different than making your team wear a sport coat and and shirt and tie. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's that kind of thing. Have pride in what you are, in who you are, what you are, all for one, one for all. We all are in this together. You know, that it it may sound simplistic. But you never know what's going to resonate with a football team. It's smart. And here's the difference between everybody wearing a suit and everybody wearing matching Garanimals, (laughs) if you know that reference. Okay? When you're all dressed the same, you look at the guy across from you and then look down and see you're wearing the same thing. That screams team. Yeah, you're repping. We are all one. We are all dressed the same. If you're all wearing suits, all of the suits are different. Yes, you are. You look nice. You look professional, but you still kind of look different. 
if you're all wearing the same thing, we are all for one and one for all. And I believe that there is power in that notion. There is. Now, granted, every time you play a game, you're always dressed the same as well. But it's a different type of mindset when you're traveling, I don't know, by plane two and a half hours to Buffalo, New York, however long that flight is. And by the way, they're staying all the way till tomorrow. This is the longest road trip of the season, a four-day road trip. They left on Saturday afternoon, late afternoon, and have been there Sunday, today, obviously, and are not returning until tomorrow afternoon. This is all part of the sleep science that he is into. So there's there's all kinds of things. When you talk about maniacal with the details, that's who Sean Payton is. Do you think that, you know, we'll get into this next. If we're going to talk about a team thing and a mm-hmm. bonding thing, I used to live in Buffalo, New York, and I know people dog on Buffalo all the time. Would it have made sense to take a field trip to Niagara Falls? Would it have made a sense to take a field trip to the Canadian side, even to look at the wax museums? That's next. Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at mylifesports.com. Reach us, Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. This week, Roller Auctions having five auctions, over 3,000 items including electric bikes, hardwood flooring, contracting tools, police evidence, and more. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, Thanksgiving is coming up quickly. If you are not a cook, if you don't think you're a good cook, but you want to have a great dinner, highly recommend you cater in from Smoke and Dave's Barbecue and Brew. They are ready to help you out with so much good stuff. Their sides are amazing. Probably better than anything anyone could probably make in full and they have the best meats out there smoked and unbelievable desserts hop on over there for lunch or dinner smoke and dave's barbecue and brew you can find them off of 36th and pecos time now for the buzz The Buzz is presented by Bounce Empire in Lafayette, a 50,000-square-foot indoor amusement park for adults, kids, and families reimagined. With the Broncos being in Buffalo for as long as they are, and what, four days, roughly, Mm -hmm. they're going to be out there? right. I'm wondering if yesterday, and I don't know this, and I'm guessing the answer is probably no, because we would have heard about it. Sure. Um Maybe take a field trip to yeah, uh, Niagara Falls. Pile into four or five buses and go yeah. to Niagara Falls. The, the only, feel the mist. The only thing that you don't want to see is a barrel with a Broncos logo on it going over the falls. <laughs> you don't want that to be a metaphor yeah. for the rest of the Literally season. Literally or figuratively. Okay, so the Broncos win if 
the Bills win if? Let's start it off with the Broncos. The Broncos win if they are able to maintain the progress. And, well, I will say this. If they run the ball 40 times, they're winning this game. Yeah. Period. What's the over-under on Russell throwing it? If he goes over, you don't want to see it. If he goes under, they win. Uh, I think if Russell is throwing it 25, 5, 26 times, that's yeah. probably not a good thing. By the way, um, I don't think that the, and I, and I don't have this number down, but it's like they've lost their last seven games, the Bills, when Josh Allen has thrown it 38 times or more. Well, they're going to throw it anyway. They're going to throw even, it. Even if they're up by three touchdowns, they're going to throw it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the, I, the Broncos, I think, have found their identity, which is run the ball, play great defense if you can, right, and keep it as a low-scoring game. But now the question is, can Russell Wilson bail them out if they're down by four Four minutes to go. They have the ball at their own 15. Does Russell still have that left in him? And that is probably gets back most directly to my question in the first hour. Have the Broncos passed the eye test? They've won two games straight. I take nothing away from them at all. In fact, I think they build on a win against the Chiefs just because of more than anything, what it represents, but also the manner in which they did it. It was a good reflection of them defensively. They created all sorts of problems for the Chiefs and takeaways, and they ran the football effectively. That's a recipe to win tonight. Win the playoff, win the, uh, the turnover battle, run the football, and be good at least in the red zone defensively. I'll tell you, for Broncos country in general, the bye week, I don't know if it's been a good thing for Broncos country, and here's why. They've won two games in a row. They beat the defending champs. And the longer you go without a game, the more you start to fantasize or maybe hallucinate (laughs) that this team is better than it is. And they, and now... They just didn't have it. They just don't have a chance to beat Buffalo. They really have a chance. Yeah, to I'm not going to go. Yeah, because we've had so right. much time to think about it, and the last game came off a high note. That that's a fan thing, pragmatically, and that's how I try to look at everything very pragmatically. What do they have to do? Well, the things that I think they have to do, they have done well the last couple of games. Your question about Russell Wilson winning you a game down the stretch is a good one. It indicates something good. It means they're in a position to win down the stretch. So that in and of itself would be a good thing tonight. If Russell Wilson is very good and they win this game, does it change the thinking on what they do about him next season? Now, we have to watch the rest of the season, too, because of right now, because right now, I think a lot of us believe Russell Wilson's not coming back. Remember what the record was, you know, four or five weeks ago. They they were contending for the number one spot in the draft. Yeah. Now they are not. Now they're now that's just too far in the rearview mirror. 
if they win tonight, they will have had wins back-to-back over arguably the two leading candidates for the Super Bowl in the AFC. Now, you can argue... No, that was at the beginning of the season. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. The Bills aren't even in the playoffs right now. Right. The Bills are unbeaten at home, still a very capable football team. It doesn't matter what you and I think. What will this football team think? I think the view of the Broncos changes even within their own room if they win this football game tonight. I think they're closer to being able to win this football game because of the way that they played against Kansas City. Yes. You got a lot of guys talking about believing in the system, believing in the process, belief, belief, belief. The power of belief is an important thing for a football team. Um, Yes, I'm not going to put the cart before the horse, but I think that if you win tonight and Russell Wilson helps to facilitate the win, I do think that you have to probably take a different view. And you know what? Yours and my view isn't going to make a damn bit of difference anyway. The only view that matters is Sean Payton's. Right. Period. You know, it's funny. When you looked at their schedule a couple of weeks ago, at least according to tankathon.com, the Broncos had the second easiest schedule. That's changed. In football. After this Bills game, they play the Vikings, who are playing very well with straight wins. Then they get the Browns, right? Sean Watson had a bounce back game pretty nicely. And their defense is giving up 242 yards a game. Then you play the Texans, who are red hot. Those three games, you're playing three of the, I don't want to say three of the hottest teams in the world. Well, league. they're all winning football teams. Right. Every single one of those teams are winning football teams. And oh, six by and the four, six and four, and then what, five and four or what, or six, whatever the heck. And oh, by the way, Texans are. after the Texans game, you play the Chargers and then you go to Detroit. Right. So their schedule looks a lot harder, doesn't it? So for if they want to make the playoffs, I, I don't. I, I'm guessing that's what they're still thinking. Yeah, but you don't look three weeks down. You don't even look. No, that's what we do in sports talk radio. Right, we do that. Right. This league is so. It works for you and against you, in this league because it's so week to week. Right. And and and, what was true a week ago isn't necessarily always true the next week. That's just a fact. Coming up after the break, we talked about what. And listen to what Jared Bednar had to say about his team following Saturday night's absolute beatdown. Michael Malone wasn't less complimentary than Bednar was, but boy, did he go after his own bench. That's next. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at mylifesports.com. You can reach us. 
Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman this week. Roller Auctions having five auctions with over 3,000 items, including electric bikes, hardwood flooring, contracting tools, police evidence, and more. Get involved. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending. Presented by Silterhar Mazda. Get to Silterhar in Broomfield for a no-pressure buying experience at Silterhar Mazda or find them at sdhmazda.com. Let's talk about four coaches in the state of Colorado right now. Sean Payton feeling good about his team going into Buffalo. Deion Sanders delusional that he understands game management. Michael Malone not very happy with his bench last night. Well, guys got to help themselves. Yeah, I mean, like, I, it's not my responsibility to get guys going. I mean, you're an NBA player. Colin Gillespie, I thought, went out there and played his heart out. Uh, we have to, you know, ha- have to find ways. I can help Christian, Julian, Peyton figure out um, how they can be better out there, but I can't get them going. That's something that each individual has to do. Uh, if Michael Malone was the appetizer to the meal, Jared Bednar was the main course following Saturday's 8-2 to two beatdown by St. Louis. Piss poor execution. Guys giving up all over the ice, not doing... Like, I mean, okay, you're at 5, what is it, 5-1, and we're still trying to, like, tic-tac-toe pass in the phone booth at their blue line. That's just not, like, to hope to maybe get a scoring chance. You want to just kick it in below the goal line and go to work. So we give up, what, two or three more grade-A scoring chances on breakaways and turnover. How many breakaways do they have in the third period? Three? Two of them end up in the back of our net? I mean, seriously? They're all from just, like, little turnovers at the blue line. We get it back. One of them we got back, I think, was three or four times. Everything's tightened up. It's broken down. There's no rush attack option. We're still going to try to make, like, what, three-foot passes to when guys are right in the area trying to check us? It's, like, ridiculous. Hmm. Wonder what that next skate was like. It wasn't that crazy hard. Really? No. And, and it's funny because if you remember in the movie Miracle, mm-hmm. which is about the 1980 Olympic gold medal winning hockey team, there was a game that they had. I forgot who it was against, and they didn't play very hard in that game. And Herb Brooks in the movie, and I'm guessing this happened in real life, said, hey, if you don't want to work hard during the game, you're going to work hard right now. And with fans filing out of the stadium, he had them go to one end of the ice, and they essentially did gassers for what seemed like it was forever. So when I heard that Jared Bednar bite, I am not suggesting the Avs would have been doing a practice right after that game. No. But... With that, my understanding is, is that that he didn't kill them in practice the next day. But this is as unhappy as I have heard him in all the years he has been a head coach here. Where do they play Seattle tonight? Is it tonight? They're in Seattle. Seattle. Yeah, they're in Seattle tonight. So you can't go absolutely nuts. But man, you mentally have to try to reach this team in some fashion that they haven't been reached yet, right? Yep. I mean, they just, it, it's not there right now. And it's not there for on, on any level. You don't have veterans holding new guys accountable. 
You don't have new guys doing the things that they need to be doing. Um, we, we talked about this last week. It, it now appears and now feels like that 6-0 and start was one of the worst things that could have happened for a team. And how can that be? Well, it's kind of like when Josh McDaniels started 6-0, and but there's a major difference. For Josh McDaniels, he felt empowered to continue to act like a jackass and a frat boy, right? For the Avalanche, they won a Stanley Cup a couple of years ago. Sure. But the question is, who in that locker room is going to grab people by the throat and say, this is not acceptable? We know the personality of Nathan McKinnon. He'd be more than happy to grab everybody by the throat. I mean, just cut him loose. And he'd be more than happy to do it. But maybe his message is not working. That's where you might need a Gabriel Landeskog, but you're not going to get him. You're just not going to get him. Moving over to the Nuggets. One of the reasons why I love Michael Malone is because he's not afraid to pull punches. No. and But he's right. Well, he's it, absolutely and, right. And you can make the same case about any coach in any sport. It is in professional sports. It is not your job to motivate players. No. It is your job to teach players. But if you have to motivate guys on your roster, they are the wrong guys on your roster. Fortunately, for the Avalanche, there are a lot more games to go, and they have proven, at least the core guys, have proven they can win a championship. For the Nuggets, there is a huge unknown with that bench, and that is a little worrisome. They still have 72 games to work it out. We knew this was going to be a struggle, and right now, I know what the Nuggets record is, and I certainly know what their starters can do. And losing Jamal Murray is far more than just losing a guy in your starting lineup. It is He is a key piece to that second unit when Jokic and MPJ are not on the floor and Gordon. They're off to an 8-2 and two start. You'd, you'd take 8-2 and two the rest of the way in every 10-game segment. They've done everything that you could possibly ask them to do with the limitations that they have, and they're still eight and two. So no need to panic, really no need to worry. Nothing has changed. The question is now the same as it was two days ago. That was my phone, sorry. No. Don't they know I'm doing a radio show? <laughs> Let's see who it is. The question Should is Should I just call him back? The, no. The question is the same as it was before tip off last night. Right. What is the sec how is the second unit going to continue to de to develop and then coalesce? That's it. Nothing has changed. You last night, swung and missed. Epic fail. Weren't ready to play. When they did play, didn't play well. Uncle Jeff was better coming off the bench for Houston yep. by himself than the entire bench for the Nuggets last night. And I'll tell you, it may have been the difference in the game. Uncle Jeff had 15 points off the bench, and he was scorching him in the fourth quarter. Yep. Hit a triple from the corner that got him up by 10 with about five minutes left. I think you can argue it was the biggest basket of the game. What do we have coming up on Just In Case You Missed It? Jimbo Fisher is out as Texas A&M's head coach, and the Clippers are winless in the James Harden era. How bad is it going so far? That's next on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on Mile High Sports.
Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, MileEyeSports.com. You can reach us, Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman this week. Roller Auctions having an auction, five of them. Not just an auction, five of them. With over 3,000 items, including electric bikes, hardwood flooring, contracting tools, police evidence, and more. Get involved. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, if you and your family or just the guys want to have a great time this weekend, you got to head over to Bounce Empire in Lafayette. It's a new place in town, and I have never seen anything like it in my life. 50,000 square feet indoor inflatable amusement park. But it's far more than just for kids because when you think about it, like, well, I'll just take my kids. Oh, no. It is for adults for sure. And with that, I want to bring in my friend, Sebastian from Bounce Empire. Good morning, Sebastian. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Happy Monday. Happy Monday to you. Listen, kids love their inflatable amusement parks. I get it. But you guys do it so much differently. It's more than just slides and, you know, the world's largest inflatable in-store, uh, indoor obstacle course. You have games like Basketball Connect 4. You have soccer darts. But why did you decide that, you know what, we have to make this for adults as much as kids? Yeah, I mean, especially up north, um, in northern Colorado, there's not a whole lot of things to do unless you want to go to like Dave and Buster's or, you know, even like Top Golf, you know, which can get old because you're just pretty much sitting around waiting for people to do things. Here at Bounce Empire, you can be active the entire time. But really, what it came down to was we wanted a place where, you know, a family of, of four could go out and the kids can have fun, but the parents can also have a lot of fun too. And there was no other place that we could find that was like that. So we, we designed a very high-end facility, didn't cut any corners, and made sure that, you know, there was something for everybody, regardless of your age or body type, I guess. Um, you know, whether it's the massage chairs upstairs, the full patio that views the flat irons, the full bar, the full kitchen, um, and my favorite, um, the 135-inch projector sports theater with recliners where – you can watch any sport that you desire. <laughs> so when you walk upstairs, I know it's not adults only. One part is the uh, VIP bar and lounge is for adults. But Correct. for when you go there, the kids are pretty much going to want to stay downstairs. But for yeah. for adults, when yeah. you go upstairs, it is its own playland. Exactly. So as long as your, your child is you know old enough to be unsupervised, to a certain extent, then you can just hang out at the VIP bar and there's a, um, a viewing area where you can actually see the floor from up top so you can actually keep an eye on them. And when you're in the massage chairs, there's actually cameras because we have 75 cameras in the facility um, where you can actually spot them on the camera while you're getting a massage. <laughs> right. And, and I think that's a very cool feature now. When you go to places like this in general, you're hungry for something and you get to buy overpriced stale popcorn and crappy corn dogs. That's not the way it works there because you guys have really put a lot of effort into having one of the best chefs in the state, a guy who was trained by a pair of Michelin star chefs. 
Why did you put so much effort and energy into what people can get to eat? Well, it's it's exactly like you just said. I mean, you go anywhere, uh, you know, you're you're basically getting bar food, which is, you know, frozen, processed, you know, food, which you know is is kind of the norm. So we're trying to break that and serve people, you know, food that is made from scratch, um, hormone-free, antibiotic-free, um, and just really healthy things for kids. And initially, it was kind of a shock to some of our customers, like. They're like, you don't have chicken fingers, you don't have a pizza. And we're <laughs> like, no, we have, you know, actual you know, <laughs> good food. We have, we have broccoli on our menu. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it was initially a shock, but now people are catching on and they're actually really, really appreciating it. Um, and our, our food sales have started to skyrocket. Okay. So when people want to come up there, how do they find you and when are you open? Okay. So um, during the school year, we are open on... Thursdays from 4 p.m. To, uh, to midnight. Fridays, we're open from uh, noon to 2 a.m. Uh, Saturday, 10 a.m. to 2 a.m. And then Sunday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Um, Go ahead. So, so um, the reason I bring up the, or, or the hours is... This place turns into a totally different vibe after eight o'clock. Okay, after that, it's only eighteen plus. It's a more of an adult vibe. We have DJs that come in, and you know, it's it, it turns into more of like a you know adult friendly nightclub kind of vibe. Yeah, and, I, and I'll say one more thing. Brad, who's one of the co-owners, is one of yeah. the best DJs not only in the country but in the world. And Brad is the guy who set up this whole type of nightclub scene so it was set up by one of the best in the business that should tell you hmm. how great bounce empire is so with that whether it's a guy's night family night date night birthday party bounce empire you guys have it all sebastian thanks for your time this morning hey thanks have a good day you too time now for the final word the final word presented by sasquatch casino in blackhawk Just in case you missed it, is presented by Argonaut Wine and Liquor. You need to see why Westward named it the best liquor store in Denver. Five years running. Or order online at ArgonautLiquor.com. Alrighty, just in case you missed it, Jimbo Fisher has been fired as Texas A&M head coach. Uh, as the Texas A&M athletic director, Ross Bjork, said it was his decision to fire uh, the football coach and the program uh, was stuck in neutral, according to him. Uh, Fisher's dismissal is expected to cost the school more than $76 million to buy out his contract. That is nearly triple the highest known previous coaching contract buyout at a public school. Uh, your thoughts on Jimbo Fisher getting fired and him receiving $76 million? Well, I mean... If there's one place that can afford it, it's Texas A&M. Believe me, there's not an issue there with uh, with deep pockets. That is a place that is primed for success. Unbelievable facilities, great alumni base, uh, unbelievable passion, and they've had a good history there. There's no reason that someone can't get to Texas A&M and make it one of the shining jewels in all of college football. I'll be interested to see what direction they go. Coach, I'll tell you, I'll tell Coach you. Prime's name has been mentioned uh-huh. in, in that opening. Um, 
We'll see how long that holds up. Well, here's the thing. They have more money than they know what to do oh with. Oh, my Lord. And yes. they can offer not only Dion what he wants, but they will pay any buyout clause that CU has as well. Stephen A. Smith, this is his quote. Primetime Dion Sanders in the SEC, that needs to happen. This is one of the prime spots in the country. And oh, by the way, if you think Dion has his heart set on coaching out both of his sons, trust me. He can coach out both of his sons at Texas A&M. Sure. Everybody is going to be going with him, and then CU has to start all over again. And by the way, it's only one of the two or three richest recruiting grounds in all of college football, and he loves the state of Texas. I'm not saying it's a connect-the-dot no-brainer. I'm just saying these are things that we know. How would you feel if you left? Unfinished business. I would feel that way, quite frankly. I Left think at the altar? Little you got, bit. You got, have, you got your vows in, and she said, I'm out of here? A, a little bit like that, although even then I would admit and would salute him on the way out for making it a hell of a lot better place than when he found it. Got to admit it. They are in a much, much better place. It's funny. If he stays here two, three years, no matter how it turns out, and I think it would get better. I think CU fans would say, okay, we knew this was going to happen. Sure. Eventually. But if it happens after this year. not Probably not as good. People will be furious. Yes, I agree. People will be. And you know what? Rightfully so. Yeah. All right, just in case you missed it, the Clippers lost at home yesterday to the 1-8 Memphis Grizzlies and are now 0-4 in the James Harden era. Uh, not only are they winless with Harden, they're a minus 67 with Harden <laughs> on the floor and plus 85 in all other minutes. The Clippers' next play tomorrow night here in Denver. Uh, thoughts on the Clippers' struggle so far with James Harden? Beautiful. Is anybody surprised? Great. After all, he is a system. Just ask him. Mm. He doesn't play within a system. He is a system. And his system is chaos wherever he goes, and he's unhappy with somebody. I mean, the Clippers are just, are getting everything they deserve at this point. And you know what? They have no draft picks either. No. So... When this experiment, if it doesn't work, they're screwed when all these guys leave or retire. And that is actually literal, like, out to 2030. It's ridiculous. Yep. All right, uh, that was Argonaut Wine and Liquor, just in case you missed it. If you are looking for specials on sparkling wine and box wines, 15% off right now. Don't forget, they deliver to the entire Denver metro area. And uh, you can order online, ArgonautLiquor.com. Order on their app as well. Find them off of Colfax. See why Westward calls Argonaut the best liquor store in Denver. Five years of running. That's going to do it for us. Nigel, great job today. Same with you, Alex. Bruce, we have a football game to watch tonight. Looking forward to it. And hopefully we are talking about a win. Wouldn't that be great? Because this would put some wind in the sails of Broncos country and this program heading in the right direction. We just don't want to see the boat upside down with the rudder board sitting up in the air where you're trying to turn it over like a sunfish. That's next. And that's all we got. Make the best possible day you can.